What is up, everybody? Welcome to a very nasally episode of the Nerd Offensive. It's not just me. (laughs) Not just Timmy for once. Uh, Feeling a little under the weather, but I'm still here. We're still doing this. Because you have to be around people. I don't have to be around people. Fuck people. People sick. People suck. That's who you should fuck. People. Yeah, definitely not animals. Only willing people. There you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> I hope no, it's sure not first. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if you're hearing it here first, then there's some right. issues. <laughs> then drive safe, don't rape. Uh, Damn right. So, uh, how's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Just, again, working a lot. Finally got two All days right. off in a row. That was nice. <laughs> I feel I you there. Something that, I found something that I'm going to take my son to. Oh, yeah? What this, What now? Another cool oh. dinosaur thing? or? I, I bet I yeah. know exactly which dinosaur thing it is. Yeah, that, and that sounds awesome, what? doesn't it? Tell them what it is. Oh, the, the Jurassic World experience. Exactly. That sounds so cool. Oh, I, I, I've seen glimpses. I haven't taken any time to actually look into it. What is it? It's, it's pretty much the Dino Stroll, but name brand. Okay, (laughs) so better dinosaurs, (laughs) some of them will be modeled after, like, sure, like, blue and stuff. There was one modeled, like, blue at the one that he went to, it looked like. But they'll be able to use the music. These are going to be licensed, they're going to be actually... Better quality, hopefully. They're going to have people walking around with, like, baby dinosaur puppets. They're going to have moving cages, they're going to have... Like, they're going to, like, just looking at the trailer, it looked Mm. fucking amazing. You know what nice. I hope they have? I hope they have a big old giant statue of Jeff Goldblum when he's laid out in that. <laughs> that would room. be fantastic. Right? You can go up and lay yourself on him like the Sam Neill meme with him. <laughs> Sam Neill's laying on the T-Rex or the Triceratops. I mean, I mean, <laughs> since we're talking about it, I mean, so literally three seconds into that new trailer, I'm like, oh, there's Grant. I'm fucking in. <laughs> Yeah, right? Exactly. Literally, no time at all. Three seconds in, there he is. I'm like, fucking sold. Right? He's got to make up for part three. Right, and then when you see uh, Goldblum, and then I always forget her name. What's... Laura Dern. Or, or Ellie Sattler. Ellie, yeah. That. And then, so... Sattler. And so when they're driving on the the highway, and they're looking out, and they see the dinosaurs, the little girl in the back seat, that's the clone, Right. Yes. If it's the girl from the from that last movie, yeah. I th- I think so. I couldn't Correct. so to be honest with you, I have not actually seen the last one. Oh, why not? I don't know. Right? Something about crazy. having to see all the dinosaurs like die and get blown it up by a volcano makes me sad. No. No, you only it get to see sad. the you, you only get to see the Brachiosaurus really die. Uh, the rest get that get off the island and you get to watch them get sold off in an auction. So that's a sort weird of. thing. Yeah, watching these rich people get together and be like, I'll take the Brachiosaurus. Like, they, oh they, they sell a Pachiosaurus. <laughs> hey, Close, he's off by get, like a letter. <laughs> not every dinosaur they're able to get, they sold. Yeah, sure, maybe the, they couldn't get any. They the weren't able to get the Brachiosaurus because it was too tall and too <laughs> right. big for the ship. And it, it's such a sad scene. Mm-hmm. The volcano's erupting, and it's just running down uh-huh. the dock, going, Murr. it's so sad. Well, that's so pretty sad. much the only parts I've seen, because that's the trailer that they used to play on a lot of the TVs at work. I'm just like, 
I don't want to keep watching this. <laughs> it's it's a good movie though. Everybody gets their due when they unleash the fucking Indominus Raptor. Nice. Indoraptor. And then all of a sudden, every all the animals break out and they're in the world now, and mm-hmm. that's where we're at. Right, like the T Rex in the lion cage and stuff like that. So essentially, yeah. where we were at after the original second movie. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> but, oh, no. Actually, it was Lost World, huh? When T-Rex was in but only York, the T-Rex or yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. San Diego. No, oh, Diego. Ah, one of the Sands. One of the Sands. <laughs> right? Yeah, because he talks about San Diego having a zoo, and they got their own animals with the Chargers, but, well, in San Diego wasn't. Oh, or when they were we are here. definitely rambling right now, and we've got <laughs> yep. a lot of shit to go over, don't we? Yeah, but that movie was definitely already in my notes, so that's just one oh, thing we okay. can we can mark off early. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I still want to go to that event thing. That event still looks cool. So, yeah, how much was that, and when is it? Ooh, I didn't see a prize. Uh, it's in March, and it's expensive. <laughs> Of it is name brand. It is name brand. Right. So they're going to definitely think, charge a premium. Spielberg's um, getting paid. I think to get in, it's like close to like 50, 60. And then to get the gold pass, which is like photo ops. Every, yeah, for everything that could happen other than food, because, you know, food's never included. Right. Um, it's like eighty dollars on top of the sixty to get in. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. oh, okay. The, the sixty just gets you in, and then you have to pay for everything else separately. But if you pay if for you pay it the, all as like a pass, if you pay the eighty. Yeah, if you get eighty, <laughs> it's called the gold pass. Okay, okay. You get everything. I swear to God, if you don't walk through a giant replica of the doors, they're ripping you off. Right? That's the first thing you see in the freaking trailer. It better be. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, the doors open, and there's a fucking Brachiosaurus staring at you in the face. Nice. As so, that's at least, so it looks pretty good. All right. Awesome. All right. So um, I'm sure anybody that follows us on the socials has uh, noticed we've made a little bit of an update. Yep. So uh, I'd like to go ahead and uh, thank Tim, not co-host tim but our listener not tim. me i am not an artist <laughs> he no uh, artist. he made us that new little logo you've all seen with our new little mascot that we've yet to come up with, with a name for yet right it's hard to think of a name yeah i mean if anybody yeah. has suggestions definitely throw them on the comment thread on the uh the actual picture i still like simon I don't know why. <laughs> What's his name? What do you want to call him? Simon, for some reason, but... We'll Definitely. figure it out. Maybe by next week we'll have a, a name. Maybe not. <laughs> One way or another. We'll see. But until then, um, let's go ahead and... Uh, since we have so much to get into, let's go ahead and get into One Less uh, Idiot. You idiot. You idiot. Exactly. Because he always is an idiot, so you can always drop that in. You idiot! What are you? An idiot sandwich. Dead! Dead, you idiot! You know what dead is? One less idiot. It's that time already, is it? All right. <clears throat> well, Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Yes, today we have a uh, couple ones here. Well, I got a, I got one, and then the honorable mention, of course. So this one is called hashtag Elephants Want Privacy. What? For this, one, <laughs> for this one, we take ourselves to Zimbabwe. We are in February. Uh, it's February 18th, actually, of 2017. You got three male humans, three male elephants, and a dream of a perfect wildlife selfie. Combined. You know what you don't want to happen in this situation? What's Come down, oh, man. I got peanut butter on my penis. Well, yeah, that, maybe the, <laughs> the elephants would be really excited about it, that. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, you definitely don't want that. <laughs> I'm That's sure their trunks, trunks will rip it trunk. right off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So this guy's trying to get the perfect wildlife selfie. This uh, ends up being the very first Darwin Award of 2017. So nobody died in January. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> so in the town of Plumtree in southwestern Zimbabwe, we have Mr. Moses Nadalvo. Uh, Nadalvo? Or Nadlovu. It's one of those. It doesn't have a pronunciation for it. But he spotted three elephants in the bush and thought, you know, shrubbery, this is a good place to hide. <laughs> and and he, yep, he and two friends began <laughs> to uh, drive the three male elephants into a clearing. The males cooperated for a while. Then, the, then one of the large bulls, and it was a large bull and two younger males, they decided to come charging at the shrubbery <laughs> and, headed, yeah, and headed to provoking the men. So it was time for the test old st- uh, stating, uh, you know, the saying that I don't have to outrun that elephant. I just have to outrun you. So all three <laughs> men, yeah. So all three men take off, each frantic to save his own hide. Moses, lagging behind, unfortunately gets trampled to death by the angry bull elephants and his friends. Uh, the entire yeah, blunder. Part of that what, Red Sea. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, his. Sorry, his, he got turned oh, into could. a Red Sea. Exactly. Squish. Exactly. Oh, the Moses bit. Yes, yes, yes. Moses, indeed. The, the the more ironic thing is about his last name. I'll get to that in a moment here. But yeah, so uh, he got trampled. The elephants were too busy just stomping on this dude, so the other guys got away. Uh, the entire blunder was a pointless waste of time for man and beast. It's like I'm sorry, you're dead, Moses Nudlovu. <laughs> but what the fuck were you thinking? As a consolation, his uh, death serves as a warning to others that hashtag elephants want privacy. <laughs> but we have an irony thing about this. Uh, one of the commenters <clears throat> pointed out that the last man's surname of Nadolvu uh, uh, is common in uh, some sub-tribes in Zimbabwe, Zambia, and Malawi. It me- that word means elephant. And in uh, Zosha language, in the Zulu, uh, in, in Lovu, means white elephant. So irony was the dude got killed by technically what his name is. So were the elephants fucking in the shrubbery? No, no, no. It was three dude elephants. They were, they were trying to probably find the rest of their pack or something. These guys thought they could, like try to clear them or get, get you know herd them into a clearing but it was all like the elephants because it was three dude me. elephants doesn't mean they weren't fucking <laughs> touche yeah yeah so then yeah the, the elephants could have been some cheeseman park elephants right there Woo! oh yeah <clears throat> oh yeah See, local references <laughs> yeah right 
Okay, so this one was interesting too because it's like there w- there was a video at one point apparently, but uh, the video has been is unavailable. So you might be able to find it if you if you Google hard enough this particular situation because this is our survivor. I'm just imagining someone typing it into Google really fucking hard. Right? <laughs> Slamming the keys. Just ah! He said Google it hard. Right? You got to Google the shit out of that. Now I got to shit on my computer too? Uh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> This one is entitled Numb Nuts. Uh, we go to. I'm frightened. <laughs> we go to the April of 2018. We're in Perth, Australia. There was footage posted to Facebook and Instagram. Shows an athletic male train surfer. So that right there is all. Sp- he's, a, he's, he's hopping trains. Like, from, so, like James group. Bond like style, just going from. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And this dude does this for videos. So there's a video of this guy. He uh, There's footage posted on Facebook and Instagram. Shows the man. He's a train surfer waving to a camera before leaping off a moving train as it crosses the Fremantle Bridge. Seemingly ignorant of the effort of momentum on his trajectory, the daredevil nearly smacks a pylon as he slams into the water. So it's like he was trying Didn't to jump realize he used momentum would still have him moving forward while down. Yeah. So basically what he did was he jumped. He missed a train, almost smacked a beam, hits the water, uh, compounding. Yeah, this is compounding this blatant disregard for personal safety. Our honorable mention ignores the presence of overhead high voltage wires. That oh, nearly shit. Cap- yeah, they're fully capable of killing a man with a twenty five thousand. Uh, yeah, twenty five thousand volt electric arc. Damn! It's like damn. this dude. Yeah, this dude barely missed that. And it's like, why do young men do such stunts? A common speculation is that they're competing to win friends. Mm-hmm. However, train surfing is highly illegal, especially in Australia. And spending a year behind bars would certainly blunt out any uh, gained in attracting a mate. <laughs> and I thought car surfing was cool. Right. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just looking for a friend down here. That's all we're looking for. Uh, police keen on nailing the perp have raised a hue and cry by distributing CCTV images on his pale face and distinctive ginger hair. They say the daredevil Timmy, could be charged. Of course. Right? <laughs> the daredevil could be charged with trespass and a maximum penalty of 12 months in jail and a $12,000 fine. You know, if, I rate damn gingers. If you ask me, Australia is the last place a ginger would want to fucking live. Yeah, if I, I agree. We'd be a raisin in like three seconds. I don't right? understand it. That is like, yeah, that is the worst habitat for a ginger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You so need to be in a cloudy place. Yeah, exactly. I don't so even want to visit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to try to find this footage, but it's all like... I want to see this asshole jump off a train. <laughs> so uh, there's an irate premier, uh, an irate WA premier worker, Mark McGowan said, "No, I think premier. I think WA premier. I think that's like that's like a title in government or something. I don't know." I uh, said, "We are investigating whether or not the penalties are sufficient. They're trying to think. They're like he should probably face more time. Is my guess. But there's a sidebar here." And a public transportation authority spokesman, Clary Kroll, said, 
the train was traveling at about 45 kilometers per hour, and the man obviously did not realize he would not drop straight down. He was also very close to 25,000-volt wires that could have electrocuted him. Well, that guy's just an idiot. Right, and lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's like, I like this one comment, this one uh, reader leaves, it says, he tried, he failed, Darwin denied. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like, I like that one. Right. Oh, ah, you suck at even from sucking. Right. <laughs> Right? That's like those videos you see on YouTube where it's like they're like most extreme, and it's like you see somebody just doing like parkour on a rooftop, like that's seventy stories up. They're doing like handstands and shit. Yeah, on those videos ledge. make me nervous. They do because it's like you know the only videos they only can post those videos because they survived. Those <laughs> people probably aren't posting videos no more because they didn't survive their last fucking stunt. Right. <laughs> that shit is bonkers. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the Ooh. news. This is the latest dispatch just received in our newsroom. Here are the stories we're going to be chasing today. Keep you informed of all developments. Can you confirm to us the reports we're hearing? All right, so uh, we already got one of the uh, the movie pieces out of the way by talking about Jurassic mm-hmm. World already. Excellent. So, um, next yeah. thing, uh, Kevin Feige has officially confirmed Charlie Cox will return as Daredevil. He just has not said when or where. Yeah, we're all we're all predicting Spider Man though. Yep. For, but as a lawyer first, because they they said that Matt Murdock. No, no, I guess they just confirmed Charlie Cox in general. So. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see. I mean, I imagine they're saying it now because it's going to be happening in, in Spider-Man is kind of just a, a cameo, but I'm sure he'll probably get his, his own Disney Plus show. Right. I, I hope he gets got... a movie because they really need to redeem Daredevil on the big screen. This is true. true. This is very true. <laughs> and Kevin Smith should be in that one, too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, and then, I, I just got Kevin Feige confused with, uh, <laughs> like when he first said his name, I got him confused with the director of Lady Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul Fig. Paul yeah, Fig. It's not yeah. even. It's not even the same last name. But I thought about that. I was like, it's the director of Ghostbusters, right? Like, no, it's the Marvel guy. <laughs> All right, and then uh, going completely opposite of Marvel now, uh, we have DC. something that started life as an SNL sketch, went to a movie. Oh. Now it's becoming a TV series. MacGruber. You're damn fucking right, MacGruber. I saw, I saw the oh previews for that. Oh my fucking God. Yep, we're getting a MacGruber Same TV series. Yeah, yep, it's still... Uh, is it Will, Will Forte? Forte yeah. Yeah. and Kristen Wiig. And Ryan Phillippe. Phillippe's coming right. back, Phillippe's coming back long, too. But what else has he been doing? Absolutely nothing. Right. <laughs> as long as Kristen Wiig's in it, I'm okay. Of right. course you are, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> you and your weird gotta, little crush on her. I don't gotta, care. She's hot. She's nerdy hot. She was like super hot in Wonder Woman eighty four. Dude, dude, <laughs> it's yeah. cheetah. Oh yeah. my god! Right? Oh, I still haven't seen that. Oh, you need oh to just for god. that, <laughs> right? I, oh, I hate to say it, but I still haven't seen the first Wonder Woman. I'm I, just gonna can't... say this right now. 
if it yeah. was the nineties and that was a VHS and I was still a teenager, that would be very no worn, worn out down. <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Did you ever used to watch Third uh, Third Rock from the Sun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. There's a scene where John Lithgow has the sex talk with uh, I think uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett's character, and he's in, in his thing of the sex talk is he shows him Homeward Bound, and he's all like the the part where the cat falls into the water is mighty worn out. What? The <laughs> <laughs> They're aliens, man. They don't know what. Yeah, it's but wet he's, pussy. Just, he's all like, yeah, exactly. That's it. He's like the part where the cat falls into the water. Well, that part is very worn out. <laughs> he liked wet pussy. Uh. Don't we, Don't we all? Don't we all? Anyway, continue on. Yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, now going into the game news, we've got... Wait, 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 what, sh- what, what is it going to be streaming on? It's a streaming show, right? Yes, I didn't see that part. I'll see if I can... It'll probably be Pardon on Paramount Pe- Plus or something. Um, probably or Peacock, Peacock, if it's, yeah, since it started oh, out that's as... That's what I uh, meant. Peacock owns, and or NBC owns Peacock, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I meant yeah, to say Peacock. Hence sorry. Peacock. <laughs> but everything is going to Paramount Plus. I mean, I got to get a subscription to Paramount Plus just to watch that last South Park thing because it counts as one of the nine movies they were asked to make. Oh, that COVID 19 special? The one where they're adults? Yeah, I, I watched a little bit of it. The little bit I saw was pretty hilarious. What? Do you have a Paramount Plus? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I might have to use it. <laughs> Because I want to watch this South Park, and that's all I want to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be on Peacock, and it actually comes out next week? Excellent. December 16th. Oh, nice. Sam Elliott and Lawrence Fishburne are also in it. What? Yeah. Sam Elliott will do anything these yeah, days. And Billy Zane is the bad guy. Excellent. Well, because they couldn't get Val Kilmer back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Especially since I think they really did blow his ass up in the last movie. Dude even took a shit on his dead body, I think. <laughs> but the I'm, MacGruber movie is hilarious. Yeah, I'm excited for the show. I always liked MacGruber. Mm-hmm. The only part I didn't like about that movie is they overdid the graveyard scene. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hi! 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 <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just too much. So I, mean, much funny, I love, but they took it yeah. off for like five, ten minutes too long. I was like, okay. I get right. it. <laughs> I love how he just builds his whole team. Everybody gets in the van, and then the van just blows up. Except for he leaves Big Show behind because he's kissing a dude. He's mm. all like, "Oh, nope." <laughs> I hope Big Show appears. Oh, that'd be that'd awesome! Be great. All oh, right, yeah. so let's get into uh, some of the news that came out of the the Game Awards tonight. At least what I was able to get before we started, because it's still going. Awards, right? It's yes. still going. Okay, for some it's... odd reason, I heard genital awards. <laughs> I don't I know why. Check. I can't even check what time it is because my phone's all fucked up. <laughs> it's nine nine fifty eight. It's still going. Damn. Well, it was. I'm. It might be over now, but so Damn. um, we'll start off with. Uh, this one uh suicide squad kill the justice league finally have gameplay footage and it looks fucking fantastic (laughs) so it definitely looks like a an open world arkham style game but much brighter um in in both feel and tone and then 
well, not so much tone because it's you know Suicide Squad, but well, Suicide um, Squad's always comicy. Yeah, exactly. And but the one thing I couldn't tell, so it looks like I don't know if it's like uh, Avengers where you pick a person at the beginning of the level and you're that character throughout the whole level, or what it is, or if you can switch on the fly to what character you are. But it definitely, I mean, it shows gameplay for every every character. You had Harley, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, King Shark. What did the King Shark stuff look like? That's that's the main thing I want to know about. Well, uh, it shows you picking people up and eating their heads off, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It nom basically nom looks like Arkham-style to the extreme. <laughs> nom Do you nom. know if it's going to be uh, pick-a-side, kind of like... Pick Jedi, dark side, light side type game. I don't it's think so. It's called Kill the Justice League. Yeah, it's called well, Kill yeah, the Justice but like, Well, it's because the Justice League has been taken over by Brainiac. Oh, okay. I haven't seen anything about it, so I didn't know. Oh, no. You're, this is like the first trailer that's really shown a whole lot. But yeah, the okay. Justice League's been taken over by Brainiac, so it's the Suicide Squad has to come in and kind of clean it up. But the only thing you see them, okay. or the only person you see them go up against in this trailer was Flash. Ooh, okay. that's got to be interesting. How do you stop that guy? Well, I can tell you in the trailer, they didn't, so... <laughs> 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 they thought they did, but they did not. Um, He's fast. So, next thing uh, coming out that I'm kind of excited for, I don't know if either of you ever played it, oh. but Cuphead... Is getting some oh. DLC. Oh wait, I some thought, more I DLC. Was I should a say. Sequel. Not oh. quite yet, um, but I think this is going to be the last DLC. <laughs> They're calling it the Delicious Last Course. Nice. Can uh, they well, handle all that yeah. shit? And it takes place on DLC Island. <laughs> Interesting. But I mean, it Especially looks like since they have to hand draw everything mm, for that game. But it looks like you know the gameplay we've come to to know and expect from it. The good good old side scrolling. Contrast style type games, so I mean, obviously I they're not going to change it since it's the same thing, but just DLC. Yeah. But that comes out next year. Um, give me one second. I need to blow my nose. No worries. I've watched Gross. people play that game, but I've never played it myself. It, it, every everybody says it's super hard. So what game? Oh, Sorry, it's super that. fun, Cuphead. but super hard. Cuphead. It's Cuphead. Oh yeah, I haven't played that. It's on a uh, Game Pass, so it's definitely worth a try. Oh, okay. I'll have to take a look at it. I think you'd like it, Timmy, because you like old school side scrollers, and it's definitely definitely a challenge. I, I don't I think like I've actually beaten scroller. it. Yeah, see, I, I like, like my side, side scrollers and my uh, platformers. Mm -hmm. I don't like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why everybody's like, I play every time I go through a game, I play it on hard first. I'm like, no, man, I play it through. A, Starting at very easy and work my way up. <laughs> That's right, how I get my free right. game plays. <laughs> All right. So next up, uh, while we're, well, I guess I should have brought this up before Cuphead, but uh, Wonder Woman is getting her own solo game. We should have talked about okay. this after we talked about how hot Kristen Wiig was. That too. <laughs> but we left Gal Gadot but, out the whole thing. But yeah, they. It didn't have any footage. It literally is just, uh, I'm assuming Wonder Woman's mother talking in the background to her and then like 
they show snippets like a close up of her gauntlets, a close up of her tiara, a close up of her shin Tish. guards. So they ninety Batmander. Kind of, yeah, and then they zoom out, and then you see the whole thing, and then that's kind of it. So I'm sure we'll see more as it comes. There was no release date or anything, so it's probably still a little ways out. I want somebody to bring back the old, uh, the old, oh, God, I can't remember her name right now, but the the original Wonder Woman theme song. Wonder Woman! (laughs) Are you talking about bringing back that Wonder Woman or just that theme song? No, no, the song, just the song. I don't think she'd want to do it, but I mean, she could make a cameo. She's made what if they, cameos in like she, all the Wonder Womans. Yeah, and well, uh, she has. Supergirl. See, I haven't seen them. I was about to say, she should have actually been Wonder Woman's mom. Yeah, there you go. I think she is. Oh, no, no. She's no, just she's played not. a cameo. You know who they originally offered the part of Wonder Woman's mom? Was Charlize oh. Theron. But she's all like, I'm not that old. <laughs> to be this old of a person's mom. So I'm not going to let you portray that on screen. Even though the Amazonians don't really age. Right. She's dumb. She could have said that, but she's like, I'm not a mother character. <laughs> unless they're actually kids. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next up on the list here, um, we'll go through a couple quick ones that they just kind of showed some stuff for. Not really any info. Um, first up, we have Gollum, the untold story. Oh, shit. More Andy Serkis. Okay. No, no. It is not Circus voicing it. It is a different voice. You can tell right off the bat. Wait, so this is... Schmeagol can't be played by a different voice. I mean, I I can look it up real quick, but it did not sound like him. Is this live action? No, it's a a game. Oh, it's a game. Oh, okay. I can see him being like, I'm too busy doing other stuff. Yeah, he's directing now and all that shit. Yeah, as soon as fucking Jon Favreau directed... The uh, the Jungle Book. They were like, "Dude, come over to Netflix." And we are talking Schmeagol, right? Yep. The actual Andy Serkis and from Black Panther. Oh yeah, I for- I always forget he's in Black Panther. Yeah, he's part of the Marvel man. He's Claw. He's a big part of it, even though they didn't really utilize him as they could. But you know, Hollywood. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like it. I don't know when exactly it takes place, but it essentially shows him. I, I am assuming it's going to be like a stealth type third person game. Oh, because he might have the ring. He'll have the ring. Well, and like it shows him like crawling through like caves and like dumping molten lava on top of orcs and things like that. So he already looks like Gollum. Mm-hmm. Like, do we actually? Oh yeah, he's cool all, if, he's definitely full Gollum already at this point. I, I think it'd be cool if the first level was you actually getting to play him as the dude when he chokes out his friend for the ring. That would be an. It might be a bonus level. scene. You never know, right? Yeah, I mean, that's how the game yeah, starts. For, the game starts with him just running around as himself, and then he finds the ring and kills his friend. Right, and, and then, then it could be like so many years later. <laughs> so that's precious. the demo part. Had what how it teaches you how to play. Right. This is how you choke your friend out. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not and finding who's voicing him. But, but yeah, if you Somebody watch it, you'll definitely know. You can tell it's not Circus's voice. Oh, bummer. Um. So aside from that, next up is uh one that looked really cool and it's an honorable mention, even though none of us will probably play it because it's going to be a PS5 exclusive. Ah, oh, fuck. But 
It's so it's called Forspoken, and it looks really, really cool. It's like a so what I could glean from the trailer, you're a a girl from current times that somehow gets transported to a magical pastime. And you have like you get like these magic powers and things like that. But like the gameplay looks really cool. It almost looks like a, a Final Fantasy fifteen style gameplay. Oh, nice. But yeah. That it, sounds freaking awesome. It, yeah, the trailer for it looked absolutely amazing, but I don't right. have a PS5, so I won't be playing it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I got a little bit of random gaming news. Here's something. They just started this Kickstarter for it because they've been trying to do this for a while. The game's already been done and made. Uh, they said they figured since last or next year marks the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat, they were going to try to remaster the first three, oh, all the games up to MK3 Ultra. How can you do a Kickstarter for that, though? Is it actually them? Like, actually Midway doing it? Well, no, no. They went through Ed Boon and asked if they could get this game made. And, you know, it's not even Midway or nothing like that. It was just some fans. They took a simulator and they remastered uh, all the Mortal Kombats from the first up to MK Ultra. And they got all the characters and everything. And it's all like they they got footage out there. There looks good there, but they're waiting to approach. Uh, they got to approach uh, WB is who they got to mm. approach because they've already if they already Ed did Boone. it. They already did it. Well, Why do they need money? No, no, no. It's because it's only for them. They made it for themselves basically. And but they they showed Ed Boone that they could do it. They need to be able to make mass copies of it. They only got it on their computer. That's where the game is. That's the fair. game already exists, but it's it's only they only got that copy of it so hmm. far. And so they're trying to get the yeah, they're trying to get the backing for it. They said once they get like fifteen thousand people or something like that, then they already had ten at the time I saw the video, which was like yesterday or something like that. Mm. But yeah, so you can find a thing. They're trying to do all uh, the original three MK. The, the uh, they approached them in two thousand sixteen with it with the idea and the original game company said it's not going to sell and that was before Mortal Kombat 11 even came out and Mortal Kombat 11 well and before well. the remake and the reboot area well, with wouldn't... game start really taken off yeah and who wouldn't want to play the first three games again it's just remastered it just looks a little better yeah I'd play them again yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and then they would sell it as a bundle but it would be one disc and it would just, the, the, all three of them are on there. Hmm. And all the characters, so you can just fight. If you just have a one-on-one, you can just use all the characters right. you want. <laughs> That'd be cool. And, and with enough yeah. money, they'd probably be able to do a online settings to where you well, can yeah, play right. like the original Mortal Kombat online with somebody else. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> right? That would be cool. Yeah, and especially with the, the, the how well the movie did and how, how well the animes are doing and stuff like that, so... It's been a good time for Mortal Kombat. You're an anime. You know who it's not a good time for? Uh Uh-oh, who? Activision. Oh, Uh no. Speaking of, they started Mortal Kombat. So, uh, a ton of Activision Blizzard employees are going on strike. Uh Uh-oh. 
Yeah, uh, to Pretty much sexual harassment. Yeah, to to boycott the fact that the current CEO knew about all the sexual harassment and the toxic environment going on and did everything he could to cover it up. What? And he still has a job. Video games, man. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, so basically they're a ton of employees are walking out until he resigns and a bunch of other uh demands are met. And wow. I mean good for them. I mean yeah. uh I mean if anybody wants to help them out, they do have a I think it's a GoFundMe for the employees that are, are striking that aren't obviously aren't getting paid. Holy shit. Um but yeah, I completely agree with that. If he was complicitly a part of it, he should be gone. He shouldn't still have a fucking job. No. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's like the whole thing at Penn State and all that shit was going on. And while we're saying fuck Activision, um, so, uh, the new map for Call of Duty dropped today. Yay. I, so in the three hours that I tried playing this morning... I was able to get into two matches. Holy fuck. Okay. Why did you spend so much time on nothing? Yeah. And because every time it would about to load me, it kicked me right out. So server issues galore. Then when I finally did get into a match, I thought it was a new, new part of the game, but apparently my game was just fucked. Um, Is this the Vanguard? Yeah. Okay. So it wouldn't let me use any of my existing loadouts it would only let me use vanguard loadouts which i didn't have anything unlocked so i couldn't use any loadout holy moly and i couldn't use any of my skins i was stuck with a base ass looking boring character like none of my skins would work that's fucking stupid yeah uh, apparently that has since cleared up um i haven't personally tried it but yeah, I will say my first impressions with it, not so good, and I don't know if I, I care for the new map too much. Uh, I mean, granted, I only got two matches in, but... Yeah. And, you know, I didn't get enough experience to see if I was maybe playing, if I ended up playing against any cheaters, anything like that. I will tell you one thing, the fucking... They have... uh Airplanes, and holy shit... Everybody goes for the airplanes right off the bat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. I didn't like it. We'll see how it goes from there. <laughs> right. Review like, in progress, right. we'll say. I'll try and play a little bit tomorrow or something. I don't know when yeah. I'll have time, but I'll try. We'll find some time. Every- we'll throw down. Everything's always broken when it first comes out. That's the first thing I've been realizing. Yeah, which with triple A games, that shouldn't be the case. Um, right, it's like LJN is making everything again. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. I've got a few more games here to go over real quick. First one, uh, Sonic Frontiers. Oh, shit, a this Sonic This looks okay. awesome. Is it open world? On Switch. Yeah, it is the very first open world Sonic game. Whoa. It, I mean, it, it looks beautiful. <laughs> it really wow. does. And it'll be for all systems, PS5, Xbox, Series X, Xbox One, Switch. Because Sega just works that way now. Yep. I like that. Yeah, but it 
just, yeah, the little bit that they showed, it looks fantastic. I don't remember the last time I was excited for a Sonic game. An open Except for maybe, Sonic like, Sonic game. 2. <laughs> Well, yeah, because who excited. else hasn't has a, who else has an open world game like that? You know. Well, I mean, Everybody. open worlds do a lot, but Sonic has never done it before. Well, that's what's, wait. I haven't played Mario a lot of Mario has games. An open world. The new which Halo's the open world. Whoa. Uh, what's the which GTA Mario is open world? world? Mario sixty four. Oh, oh yeah, I guess Mario. you're right. You got to work your way to the levels. Uh huh. Yeah, most Zelda so, games are technically open world. Yeah, I have to say that they've Mario been open world since Ocarina of Time. Well, technically, I mean, since the beginning, it was kind of an open world. <laughs> huh, I guess yeah, that I guess does essentially. Count. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. That I mean, is an open. world You didn't game. necessarily have to do things in the order that you were supposed to. It'd just be a lot harder if you went out of order. Right, that's true. But yeah, I'm excited for that. So. We'll keep an eye out on that one. Yeah, me too. That that I've always wanted an open world Sonic game. I always kind of thought like when I was playing like the Spyro games, I'm like, this would be cooler if it was just Sonic. <laughs> yeah, Sonic right? and occasionally switching to Tails so you can fly up on things. Yeah, right. Have it like a Lego game where you could switch on the fly or something. Right. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, All right, that's gonna be cool. So the next one I've got. Wait, it, do you think Tails oh, is gonna be in it? I would imagine if you it didn't show tough. anything, but knuckles, maybe, probably, probably right. skins or something, depending on what level yeah. you're in. Or dude, that would be awesome. They do a GTA Five, but with Sonic. I mean, they have shown like very Sonic. little, so you they're very you very well could have the other characters available. Right, you got Sonic is is like the Mike guy. You got Knuckles is fucking Trevor, and Tails is Franklin. You just remake. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5 with those characters. Well, now you got Dr. Dre coming to Grand Theft Auto 5 as well. Oh, shit. That wasn't on my list. I wasn't going to talk about that, but that's happening. <laughs> because Grand Theft Auto 5 is still a fucking thing. Unfortunately. Right? I haven't done any of the download. I haven't played that game in about two years. Because I haven't been able to find my <laughs> physical copy. Because that's what I had. I it jumped on, in it the copy. other day. Yeah, I, nice. I'm just way too out of the loop to try and jump back into it at this point. Well, I don't. Sorry. I, I downloaded it with the physical copy, and I don't have mm. that. So. <laughs> I jumped in, did a little bit on my fucking marijuana farm, did a little <laughs> bit on my cocaine place, did a little bit on my counterfeit, mm. and then I saw oh, like you're five in the people. DLCs. That's what you're doing. Okay. I uh, watched a couple people drive by on like flying motorcycles <laughs> that shot missiles, and I was like, and I'm out. <laughs> Right, right. Like if they would have had that stuff from the start, I probably would have kept my attention longer. Right? Do they still let you play in that like "Don't Kill Me" mode? Yeah, kind of. Well, because I was about to say, I was like, I hate that shit when people were just Mm. able to. There was that one time playing Red Dead Redemption, and it's like I didn't know what was happening. This person just kept fucking coming up and killing me and killing me and killing me and killing me. I later found out it was fucking Ryan. <laughs> I could see I had that. No, yeah, I had no idea. I was just like, I gotta run. I, I quit. I fucking quit. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't recognize the gamer tag at the time because he just uh, changed it. All right. So uh, next game. Uh, okay, speaking of Red Dead in the Old West, uh, this one's called Evil West. 
and it is a a steampunkish zombie third person shooter. Huh. Sweet. It looks pretty awesome. <laughs> it looks really cool. Third person. It's like Wild Wild West with zombies. At, yeah, you get to run around looking at your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so that one's coming. Uh, it looked pretty cool. Then um, two or three more things. So uh, first one is uh, they also showed a new Star Wars game that's coming, Star Wars Eclipse. What's going on? Yeah, this takes place in what they're calling the High Republic era. So this is 200 years prior to the Skywalker saga. Before, you mean before, yeah? Yeah, so there's no Vader, anything like that. The only familiar character you see at any point in the trailer is you see Yoda from behind standing in the council chambers. Which that instantly told me right there. I'm like, oh, this is pre-Anakin because there's still a council chamber. <laughs> yep. Yes, there is. So, yes, yeah. There is? They, yes. It's still a, quite a ways out. The whole trailer was CGI, so we don't know what the actual game looks like yet. But color me intrigued for sure. Right? Uh, yeah. all, the, uh, all the Star Wars games try to be fun, but it's like they've just been real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the no. last one. And okay, the Forced Unleashed game was awesome. My favorite was the, the Forced Unleashed Two. The last battle pissed me off, but it was good. You're talking about the one with uh, the the guy from Shameless and Gotham, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that last battle was a fucking bitch in that game, but that game was fucking awesome. Sister, overall. whatever the fucker name. First was. sister or second Did sister? Fucked, Are you talking Battlefront? <laughs> but you end up no. liking her. What was the Star Wars game? Uh, hold on. It, it was, it, it, it's, it's like not right in front, front of me. It's off the top of my tongue. I can't fucking remember what it's called right now. I think he's got a physical copy of it. That's why he's like it's right in front of me. So, anyways, uh, yeah. I have it on. Jedi I have Fall it downloaded. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love game it. I remember them releasing was Battlefront Two, so that's why I was just like. Hmm. But no, my favorite has so far been the, the Force Unleashed 2, when you get to start out the game as Darth Vader just tossing Wookiees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Play it over uh, and over again just for that level. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, Chewbacca's friend. Oh, I've oh, played yeah. that game countless times. <laughs> I own it on Xbox today, so do to I. this day. Oh, yeah, it's a good it was, one. It was yeah, it was one of those get free games back in the day for uh, three, like uh, like when the when they were doing three sixty, mm. going back for the three sixty. Yeah, so yeah, I got that too. <laughs> so I ended up with all my Lego games as well. All right, so my last two things. Um, first one, I was actually kind of p- trying to play it right before we we started, but it was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Um, so there's this new demo thing out. Um, I think it's only for PS5 and Series X and S. I'm not sure. But it's called Matrix Awakens, an Unreal Engine 5 experience. So it's essentially just a tech demo showing you how realistic everything looks through Unreal Engine 5. So it's Neo and Trinity basically you know, using the Matrix as a way to say, look how real everything is. You can't tell what's real and what's fake. Oh, wow. Oh, um, I forgot to mention which at po- that mortal- Oh, sorry. Oh, I was I, say, I said, which at ahead. points, it, it is hard to tell, but sometimes, like, just based on, like, their actual 
movements you can tell what's what and halfway through so before i had to turn it off so we could start i I didn't realize it was gonna be anything that you actually played so i'm just watching the demo and on that's like oh shoot at these people i'm like oh shit i'm supposed to be fucking playing this oh fuck (laughs) grabbing my controller (laughs) really you actually got to play it well i mean the little bit that uh, it has you playing you're just shooting at tires of all these cars where people are turning into the agents well that's just a cool trailer but yeah you're just trying to tell us how gorgeous it was that you couldn't tell it was gameplay from cutscene yeah, essentially yeah they're just trying it's just a fancy way to both uh fancy marketing for the matrix and show off how good unreal engine 5 looks and the unreal engine is is the same one that they use for uh uh mortal Kombat, right well, I think they're still running off of four. Five, I think, is still relatively new. Oh, okay. But I forgot to mention that that was the thing they did. Everybody the runs off of Unreal. Pretty much. Yeah, that's what they did with that remaster I was talking about. They did it on Unreal. Mm. So. All right. And then last, awesome, Matrix. last piece of gaming news that will set us up for uh, some whores. Wait a minute. Hold on. They need to make a John Wick game at that Unreal Engine. Because <laughs> yeah, that one game cool. that they did make called John Wick is bullshit. Yeah, there's one on the Switch that's really cartoony. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's okay. the only one that there is. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but so this game, I I could see all of us getting into. Um, okay. If they execute it better than Friday the Thirteenth was executed. Oh, Halloween. No, I I Aww. fucking wish. Scream. No. Damn. Leatherface. Calm down, Leatherface. Uh, no. we'll he, he got it. All night. He got oh, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good job, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game. Man, there game. hasn't been one of those since Atari. And it's cool. When it, when it first pops up on the screen, it's just a game based on a true story. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, it's still bullshit. <laughs> but and and then yeah, it cuts into just you know some cut scenes. It shows like his kill room. It shows someone hanging upside down. And they're doing the pa-choo! yeah. And then you, then from the background, you or from the black background, you just see a chainsaw appear. Then you hear He's it an- cutting into the person. Then you see Leatherface's face, and then just blood splatter on it. Nice. He's got nice. a. Uh, He's got another movie coming out mm. soon, too. But yeah, it's a multiplayer horror game, so I assume it's going to be pretty similar to what like, like Friday the 13th or uh, uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got Survivors and you got The Killer. Yep, so exactly. Evolve started that shit. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know who made Evolve? Uh, uh, Valve? Yeah, well, the no, the Back for Blood guys. Oh. Uh, Valve. No, they split off from Valve. Oh, oh, that was after they split off? Yeah, yeah. That was their first okay. game they did after they split off. Oh, like I Greg didn't know Nicotero. that. Yeah, that's like Greg Nicotero after he split off from K&B. It's sure. like you get a group, <laughs> but then you just get this thing. Yeah, right? Huh. But, yeah. All right, so that's all the news we have for tonight. So let's go mm-hmm. ahead and uh, get into Tim's whores. 
Okay. Anyway, so uh, speaking of uh, video games that are inspired by a true story, I got a uh, horror movie about a, inspired by a true story. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> no, actually. Uh, that is close, not. Though. It's inspired by. Inspired, mm. exactly. Uh, yeah, inspired by. So uh, this one is directed by Charles B. Pierce and written by Earl E. Smith, making a whopping $5 million at the box office off of a $400,000 budget, starring Ben Johnson, Andrew P- Prine, and Don Wells. Town that Nobody dreaded sundown. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Is this it? You, are you which which town of Dread Ascent Down are you doing? The first one. Oh, just, cool. just listen. Yes, <laughs> the town of Dread Sundown is a film distributed by American International Pictures and premiered on December twenty fourth, nineteen seventy six, and had a ninety minute runtime. Its story is based very loosely on the true incidents that took place just after World War II in Texarkana around Miller County. Oh, I fucking love this story. <laughs> it is an American thriller horror film and considered to be one of the first in the slasher genre. The incident was 1946 Texarkana Moonlight Murders, which are crimes attributed to an unidentified serial killer or killers known as the Phantom Killer or Killers. It is narrated by Vern Sturman, who had previously narrated Pierce's 1972 film, The Legendary of Boggy Creek. Ben Johnson, co-star, uh, ben Johnson stars as Captain J.D. Morales, whom is based off a of Texas Ranger, Captain M.T. Lone Wolf Gonzalez. I think I pronounced that right. And the Phantom is played by Bud Davis, who later worked on stunt cord- uh, worked as stunt coordinator on films such as Forrest Gump, Castaway, and Glorious Bastards. All right, so uh, the movie wow, goes. Wow, Glorious on a- Bastards! That guy was old. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was in the game a long time. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so uh, uh, the movie. Uh, on the night on the night of Sunday, March third, Sammy Fuller and Linda May Jenkins park at Lover's Lane as kids are do yeah. as the kids are doing what kids do on Lover's Lane, the hood of the car opens and slams down, revealing a man with a sheet. Teens? Okay, thank you. It's called teens. Okay, that's fine. Teens will do what teens do at Lover's Lane, whatever. The hood of the car comes slamming down, revealing a man with a sheet-like bag over his head with holes cut out of his eyes. He is holding wires that he yanked out of the engine. While Sammy redundantly tries to start the car, the masked man breaks his window and pulls him out, cutting Sammy with a broken glass, and, uh, and in the process, he knocks him out. Then the Phantom gets inside the car with Linda, you are then left to your imagination. I mean, it's not a Rob Zombie film or anything. Um, the next morning, Linda is found on the side of the road, barely alive. The police find the crime scene, and Deputy Norman Ramsey reports that both victims are still alive. He leaves a message for uh, Sheriff Baker to meet him at Michael McGarrer 
hospital. At the hospital, a doctor tells Sheriff Baker that Linda was not raped, but her back, stomach, and breasts were heavily bitten, literally chewed. What the fuck? Uh, later at the stop. police station, <laughs> later at the police station, Baker suggests the police chief Sullivan that they warn teens and college students for, that they should warn teens and college students from parking on lonely roads and staying out at out late. On March 24th, while investigating the A-Lover's Lane, Ramsey hears gunshots. He runs towards the sound a sound as the uh, he runs towards the sound being slapped in the face by heavy rain. He comes across Howard W. Buddy Turner dead in a ditch, also the corpse of his girlfriend Emma Lou Cook, tied to a tree. Ramsey f- uh, frantically looks around, trying to f- see anything of note, and he spots a hooded man in a car speeding off. As rumors spread, the town becomes panicked. Stores start selling out of guns and other safety or home safety equipment. People begin patrolling the streets and setting up stings. Uh, frustrated, confused, and now desperate, Sh- Sheriff Barker decides that calling and help is probably the best move and tells Ramsey that they are going to get the most famous criminal investigator in the country. The lone wolf of the Texas Rangers, Captain J.D. Morales. What's up? Oh, I thought what? you were saying no, something. I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, that's what they did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Morales proclaims that he will be taking over the investigation. Uh, begins barking orders and code names the unidentified killer as Phantom. Ramsey is assigned assigned to be Morales' bitch, and patrolman AC Sparkplug Benson is to be his driver. Later, at a barbershop, Ramsey explains to Morales that his theory that the Phantom attacks every 21 days and the the next attack will fall... uh, The next attack will fall on the same day as a high school prom. Morales sets up decoys on the edges of town in the hopes of catching the phantom. After the dance, after the dance, a, trambo- a trombone player, Peggy Loomis, that's funny because that goes to Halloween later, but whatever, uh, Loomis leaves her boyfriend, Roy Allen. Roy, being the horn dog that most guys are, tells her his idea of parking. Despite her worries and due to his constant antagonizing, she agrees and they go to the Spring Lake Park. He wants her to live up to the name of Peggy. Yeah. (laughs) Pegging in the backseat of a fucking, what? Volkswagen. Bel Air back then? Bel Air? Well, Volkswagens were really small. I know. It'd be uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, a lot of folks would be uncomfortable in that situation. I see what Um, you did there. Uh, they chill for a while. Again, it's a 70s movie, not a Rob Zombie mm-hmm. film. And they decide to leave. As they start moving, the Phantom jumps through the driver's door and pulls Ray out of the car. Letting the whip ghost ride, some old school slang for you, Peggy, instead <laughs> of grabbing the wheel, lets Jesus the car took crash. The wheel. <laughs> uh, and lets the car crash. Um... um then she gets out of the car, sees Phantom beating the shit out of Roy, and yeets the fuck out of there. That's for the youngins. Yep. Uh, to no avail, he catches hey, up to her. Can she say, I ties... don't have to outrun the elephant, I just have to outrun you? Um, she may have. 
um, uh, to no avail, he catches up to her and he ties her hands around a tree. Whoa. What the Whoa, hell? we just got bass. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> a tough break for Peggy. Suddenly, Roy awakens instead of playing dead or hero. He just tries to get the fuck out of there, too, but he is shot dead. Dumbass Roy. Um, the Phantom then duct tapes the, a, bo- a pocket knife to the distal end of the slide on Peggy's trombone. So, he stands so she in got front to of be, her. Pe- know what Peggy meant. Yeah. Exactly. God damn it. Oh, where am I at here? Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, Roy... Yeah, he gets the fuck out of there. The Phantom then duct tapes a pocket knife to the distal end of the slide on Peggy's trombone. He stands in front of her and begins playing the instrument by repeatedly repeatedly projecting the slide with knife forward and stabbing her in the back over and over and over and over and over again. Um, while still tied to the tree. Uh, Morales and the other officers meet with a psychiatrist, uh, Dr. Kress, at the, a restaurant, where he explains that the Phantom is highly intelligent sadist with a strong sex drive between the ages of 35 and 40. As Kress expresses his doubts about the chances of capturing the Phantom, the camera focuses on the Phantom's shoes, revealing that he had heard the entire conversation. Then at the station, a man named Johnson says that he would he was robbed and forced to drive a man to Lufkin at gunpoint. While on the road, Ramsey receives a report about an armed suspect. There's a brief car chase, and uh, he catches up with the suspect. The suspect is Eddie Ledoux. Ah... And at first denies everything. Um, Where am I at? I just lost my police. God damn it. (laughs) He at first Uh, denies everything. Eddie Lou. Yeah. And Eddie Lou first denies everything, then confesses to being a phantom. Or confesses to being the phantom. But Morales is unconvinced. Uh, Then a lot of people confess to a lot of stuff that they didn't do back then. Uh, people, uh, I don't know, just to be famous, really. Right. Back then, they didn't have laws that you couldn't make money off of being a killer. Yeah. yeah. Not to run you up, but there was one crime where 12 people got life sentences for something else, and that they, they didn't even do it. Then the, then a year later, the dude came forward and said, yeah, I did this, gave them all the evidence they needed, the stuff that nobody could uh, three of those guys like were still on death row when that thing was released. So, anyway, well, lucky for them. Could, Holy shit! Yeah, don't don't admit to things you didn't do. Just fucking don't. <laughs> Lawyer up. Lawyer up. That's true. You should always get your lawyer, especially when talking about fucking murder. Boom. Okay, so uh, then on May third. Uh, Helen Reed is seen by the Phantom leaving a grocery store. Later that night at home, Helen asks her husband Floyd, who is sitting in front of the window, or sitting in front of a window in his armchair, if he hears somebody walking outside. After he replies that he does not, the Phantom shoots him through the window. Uh, Helen inspects, uh, inspects and sees Floyd dying. As she sees... Yeah. Sorry. As she uses the telephone to call the police, 
the phantom breaks through a, the screen door and shoots her twice in the face. Oh. <coughs> it's despite her wounds, despite her wounds, she drags herself out of the house and into a oh, cornfield while, while the phantom inspects Floyd's body. Then the phantom notices she's gone and begins to stalk her with a pickaxe. But then he scurries away when he when she gets help at a nearby house. News of this attack causes the town to panic. So now the begin the people begin to board up their windows and doors. Uh, later during the movie, Morales and Ramsey receive a report about a stolen car that matches the one from the Turner and Cook murders. After a bit, while the invest while they are investigating a sand pit. The lawmen, the lawmen encounter the phantom. Morales shoots at him but misses. Once you are whistling again, Scotty. Once again, the phantom scurries into the woods. They chase him, but of course, the phantom escapes by jumping past a moving train. Ha ha! But is shot <laughs> in the leg. Fuck. But ha- but you know, give one for the officers. Anyway. Uh, the officers then stand there waiting for the train to pass like a couple of dipshits for a few seconds. And then as the movie progressive, progresses, they continue their search, but are never able to find him. Many years later, in the, in the t- film's timeline, during the Christmas season of 1976, the film The Town That Dreaded Sundown is shown on the marquee. In the, it is premiering in Texarkana. Suddenly, if you've been paying attention through the film, you notice that the, it focuses on the shoes of, you guessed it, the Phantom. He is standing in line waiting to buy a ticket to the film. Bum, bum, Damn. bum. All right. So that's the plot of the movie. Let's see how close the movie got and go over a few differences between fact and fiction. Right, because you know that movie got a remake as well. But yes, it's not really a remake. Yeah, it's a, it follow. It's, it's it's a copycat killer of. So it's like its own thing, but they're recreating because the movie begins with everybody at the at a at a at a drive-in viewing of the town, the Dread Sundown. That shit, yeah, that's it's it's bad. it's technically the sequel. If you look it up on IMDb, yeah. it's called the sequel. It's um, good. It's good. So so in the beginning of the film. It states that the first attack occurred on Sunday, March 3rd, 1946. Well, in real life, the attack happened on Friday, February 22nd, 1946, and they fucked it up already. (laughs) Jimmy Hollis, portrayed as Sammy Fuller, was not pulled out of the window. The masked man ordered the pair out of the car, and thinking it was only going to be a robbery, they obliged. That's how the remake begins. Sorry. Okay. So they did it better in the remake is what I think is what you're basically saying. Well, they probably were allowed to because the, the FCC allowed a lot of different things. Right. And yeah, he didn't allow a lot of different point. things. But anyway, so the masked man ordered the pair out of the car and thinking it was only robbery, they obliged. The girl, Mary Jane Lauren, portrayed as Linda Mae Jenkins, was... Jenkins, sorry, was told to run, and I will get into further details on that later. The next attack in the film is stated as happening 
on Saturday, March 24th in 1940 in 1946. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. The next tack in the film is start, uh, stated as happening Saturday, March 24th. While in 1946, March 24th was actually a motherfucking Sunday. <laughs> I know it's a small detail, but it's still a detail I noticed. In the film, Howard Turner... That's like Neil deGrasse Tyson nitpicking Titanic because the stars <laughs> were in the wrong position. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be a smart ass <laughs> <laughs> in the film, Howard Turner and his girlfriend, Emma Lou Cook, are found dead outside the vehicle. Emma Cook was shown tied to a tree with bite marks. Also, the character Deputy Ramsey, who was patrolling the area, found the bodies and witnessed a phantom getting into a car and leaving the scene. But in real life, both victims were found inside the vehicle, shot to death. And on the real morning of the 24th, a passing motorist, not the deputy, spotted the car and found the bodies of Richard Griffin and Polly Ann Moore inside. Probably shit himself and then called the authorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got an emergency the- report. What is it? Bring me new shorts <laughs> and there are some dead bodies over here. And you know that, you know, he's a he's a motorist, but he had to sit in his shitty drawers until he got to a phone. Because <laughs> right. they didn't have I've cell phones. I've never seen a dead right. body before. Uh, By the time the officers were on the scene, the killer was long gone. Uh, The film also goes to state that the locals soon started buying guns and locks. But this didn't happen until uh, two months later in May. After the second attack, the characters in the film bring the Captain J.D. Morales of the Texas Rangers, M.T. Lone Wolf Gonzalez, the real-life Texas Ranger, upon whom the character is based, did not come to Texarkana until the second double murder near Spring Lake Park. It was only because Chuck Norris was a baby, man. If Chuck Norris would have been there, shit would have been different. That's the real Texas Ranger. Damn right. Um, The film has Morales naming the killer a phantom, but the naming of the killer did not come until after the murders in April, and it was by the executive editor of the Texarkana Gazette. Uh, The film then shows high school prom with the character Peggy Loomis playing a trombone and the officer setting up decoys in the uh, attempt to capture the phantom. Well, Betty Jo Booker, who played saxophone, not trombone, was playing at a Veterans of Foreign Wars social event, not a prom. And officers did not set up decoys until after her and her friend Paul Martin's murders. A prom also, sounds a it, lot better for a movie, yeah, though. Yeah. Makes it yeah, more yeah. intense, I guess. Absolutely, I could see I why they changed that part. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it's and the trombone uh, with him. They should have changed that to a sexier interest instrument. No, the trombone <laughs> yeah. is the best thing to stab somebody with. That's why you put a knife the on the end of it. <laughs> well, yeah, in the remake, he tied a Bowie knife to the end of it. No shit. Bet. Yeah, that's fucking the... awesome. Yeah, he ties a bigger yeah, knife it's... and he's just like. Bah, bah, bah. Okay, that's like, fucking awesome. Yeah, if he was trying to do a new good. day rocks. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> like so, uh, that may be one yeah, of my favorite kills in a movie I've heard of. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. 
And he actually like plays it as he's fucking stabbing it. Well, he's just yeah, making he noise like in this Whoa. movie too. Oh, yeah. that is fuck. I need to see this now just to see that. Yeah, he he does that as well. <laughs> oh, that's this amazing. He ended the remake. Um, uh, where am I at? I'm gonna um, call this episode "Stabbing with a Trombone." Okay. <laughs> also, it, also in the film, Peggy and Roy are a couple, but Booker and Martin were only friends in real life. Martin and she were shot to death, and her saxophone was missing for six months. In the film, Helen Reed sees the attacker before being shot. However, Katie Starks was shot through the same window as her husband and did not see her attacker until he tried crawling through the kitchen window at her. Wow. Um, I'm going to skip all that because we don't need that. Uh, there was a couple of... Uh, I don't know how to spell trombone. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. T-R-O-M-B-O-N-E. Um... It's literally. I guess I, I'll just get over it. Um, as well as an inf- uh, as the infamous unsolved mystery, the film had lasting legal cases as well. In February 1977, Texarkana city officials voted to file a lawsuit against the film's ad campaign. When the city's officials visited Washington D.C., they were uh, kidded about the film's tagline. Mayor Harvey Nelson explains. The ad is too much. That's it. That it. That's just not true. There's objection that this whole thing will be spreading fear in the community. There are relatives of the victims still living here, and this is very unpleasant to them. Understandable. Pierce worked with the Pierce worked with the Inter- American International Pictures to remove the still lurking statement, but it remained but on the posters. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely is. In 1978, Mark Milton Moore, the brother of real-life victim Polly Ann Moore, took Pierce to court for $1.3 million for invading his privacy. He claimed his sister, who was portrayed as Emma Lou Cook in the film, was depicted as a high school dropout and a woman with a loose and low morals, uh, when in fact none, was, none of such was true. In real life, Pollyanne Moore graduated high school at the age of 16. The court denied his claim in 1979. Mr. Moore filed again in 1980 to the Texas Supreme Court. The Sixth Court of Civil Appeals in Texarkana agreed again that the film's producers did not invade his privacy and that he was not entitled to any money. Uh, Lastly, on March 15, 1978, uh, Gerald uh, Gred. Dreamus, a teenager, shot and killed his high school friend Josh Gustra, a Groonstra, whatever, in court. Or in court. Uh, he Gredimus shot him stated, in court? What? No, no. Oh. He shot his friend J- James, period, in court, comma. Oh, okay. A Gradramus stated that he thought of his plan to be an outlaw like Jesse James, the infamous legendary outlaw of the Wild West, while watching the town that dreaded sundown. Oh my god. Yeah. That is crazy. People people trying to blame shit, like always. Right. Did you ever hear what happened? There was this one time that uh, Ozzy Osbourne got sued because... that song Suicide Solution because a couple people actually fucking killed themselves to that song. 
And in court, yeah. Ozzy, Ozzy was stated as saying, if I would have listened to the song that many times, I would have killed myself too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess That's they just rough. listened to it on loop. Yeah. They just listened to it on loop. And he's just like, it's just a fucking song. You know, it's just... Ooh. Alright, well, uh, now that we've, uh, now that Don't we know kill about your friends because of a movie you watch. You know, I watch horror movies all the time. You guys are still alive. Think about that. <laughs> How many times right. have I had a chance to kill either one of you? Like, every time we hang out, but I don't do it because I fucking love you. Yeah, I got you. I don't want to get all stabby stabby. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know about the film, let's get some of the facts about the real story. The yep. Texarkana Moonlight Murders. Hey, do you know why they call what, it Texarkana? This is what will be, yes, because it's on the border of Texas and Arkansas. Right? It's the only city that gets to be like two states. That's not true. There's a couple other. Ooh, There's nice. There's a Florida one, too. I can't remember what it's called right now. But um, it's not but, uh, called the, the mixture of the states now, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, I just can't remember what it's called right now. Uh, but, uh, okay, so Georgia. the attacks... Sorry, I had to Maybe. go to Georgia. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, the attacks occurred at night on weekends between February 22nd and May 3rd of 1946. Sorry. Targeting male and female pairs, the first three attacks were at lovers' lanes and quiet stretches of road on the Texas side. The fourth attack occurred at an isolated farmhouse in Arkansas. The murders were reported nationally and internationally by uh, several publications. Many, many investigations were conducted at all levels of law enforcement, federal, state, and county. Uh, Sadly, during these investigations, there have been many shifting opinions over whether the first and fourth attacks were committed by the same perpetrator, which has made this case that much more difficult to solve. The prime suspect in the case to date is a petty criminal named Yule Sweeney, he was linked to the murders primarily by the statements of his wife, plus additional circumstantial evidence. During Sweeney's case, his wife suddenly refused to testify against him, causing the prosecutors to decide not to uh, pursue, uh, or yeah, sorry, causing the pers- prosecutors to decide against pursuing murder charges. He threatened to make her into a pie. Right. Probably. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kill this bitch. Uh, 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 Though not attempting to prosecute him for murder, Sweeney did eventually get put away for car theft charges. So, in the end, the real phantom killer or killers attacked eight people and killed five. Friday, February 22nd, 1946, Jimmy Hollis, age 25, and Mary uh, Jean Laurie, age 19, would both survive the ordeal, but end up heavily wounded. After demanding them to get out of the car, the Phantom pistol-whipped the shit out of Jimmy, then pointed in a direction and told Mary to run. She took off, only to come across this deserted car. The Phantom caught up to her, asked her, why the hell are you running? (laughs) She tried to tell him that uh, that he told her to, but he cut her off by calling her a liar, pistol whipped her and then sexually assaulted her with the oh. barrel of his gun 
Oh, man. Leaving them and then left them both for dead. That's they, some devil like reject shit right there. Sunday, that's why I kept saying it wasn't a Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> Rob Zombie right? would have made this a very oh, yeah. different movie. <laughs> yeah, because he, and before he shoots, he's like, I can still smell that pussy on my gun. Yeah, like right, or something like, like lick it or something weird. Ugh. Uh, Sunday, March 24th, 1946, Richard L. Griffin, age 29, and Polly Ann Moore, uh, age 17, were both found dead. And a little, I'm a little okay with that one because that's a little uh, predatorial if you get my drift. Yeah. 29 dating a 17 year old. That's a bit, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Griffin that's what was they say, shot. They're just twi- friends. Yeah. No, no, this one, they weren't, they were together. Oh, okay. Um, more, <laughs> I guess, I think they were together for like two weeks or something like that. Anyway, uh, more was found in the back. Uh, Griffin was shot twice. While in the car, a front seat of the car, Moore was found in the back seat of the vehicle. But investigators found evidence to suggest that she was killed outside of the car and then staged. Both oh, got man. both died from gunshots to the back of the head. April fourteenth, nineteen forty-six. Paul Martin, age seventeen. Betty Jo Booker, age fifteen. Those two were just friends. Their bodies were found. Martin was oh, shot four times. That's the one with times. the saxophone, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, Betty Jo that's, Booker was the saxophone lady. That's the one um, I thought you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So Martin was shot four times. He was shot in the nose, through the back of his ribs, through his right hand, and through the back of his neck. Booker Damn. was shot twice through her chest and her face. Uh, Friday, May 3rd, 1946. Virgil and Katie Starks, ages 37 and 36, respectively. According to Katie, who survived the ordeal, described it as Virgil was sitting in an armchair reading a newspaper when he was shot twice in the back of the head from a closed double window. Hearing the sound of broken glass, she came in running or she came running in from another room and saw Virgil stand up then slumped back down in his chair. When she she realized he was dead, she ran to the wall crank telephone to call the police. It rang twice before she uh before she be uh, before being shot twice in the face from the same window. She fell she fell, but soon regained regained her footing and tried to get a whisk, uh, tried to get a pistol from the bedroom but was blinded by her own blood. Then uh, She then heard the killer at the back of the house, so she fled out the front door. She ran barefoot across the street to her sister and brother-in-law's house, but no one was home. So she ran to a neighbor's house, A.V. Prater's house, and in a panic gasp proclaimed Virgil's dead, and then collapsed. Uh, despite this tragic incident, the town of Texarkana have turned it into something very uh, something good for the community. They have a tradition where in the film is shown to the public at the Spring Lake Park around Halloween. It is the last film shown for Mervi- uh, for Mervies for the movies in the park which plays the film on each Thursday during May and October. The showing of the film, which has been a tradition since 2003, is a free event sponsored by Texarkana, Texar- by 
by the Texarkana Texas Park and Recs Department. Other proceeds for mer- from merchandise and some food go to help the, the town and other uh, charities. In conclusion, I do recommend this movie, if not just for the true story aspect alone. It also, like I said earlier, is one of the movies that brought us to masterpieces like Halloween and Friday the 13th and other amazing slashers. Oh, yeah. Also, that knife being tied to the trombone scene is pretty badass and fucking brutal. I give it a 5 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. I give it a 5 out of 10. It is old. Again, 1976. And so the graphics aren't the greatest, but it's still very much worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Nice. So have have you even seen you so you said you earlier that you didn't see the 2014 one yet, right? Not currently, no. Okay. So yeah, once you see that one though, you'd be like, "Oh, cuz it basically has everything that you were just saying it needed. It's like a boom. That's what it's got. This new one, you would give it a little higher than a 5. Uh, probably. Like I said, this one's just an old one. I give it a 5 just because of what it is. For an actual movie, it's it's kind of rough to get through because, again, how old it is. <laughs> the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like, oh, man, it is kind of rough to get through that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I got. I'm sorry that was so did, long. Uh, like I said, no it was horror and true crime in one. So it was kind of a doubleheader for right. me tonight. <laughs> it was excellent. Agreed. So... uh I guess we will go out on a uh, little piece of good news. So, Hacksaw Jim Duggan has announced he's uh, cancer-free. Ho! Ho! <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he beat cancer. He wasn't able to beat Yokozuna, but he beat cancer. <laughs> I mean... He, did be- he was also able to beat a lot of people with 2 by 4s <laughs> through his time, though. I mean, he oh, did beat Yokozuna in the long game, if you think about it. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Because uh. Yokozuna was definitely younger than him when they met. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Yokozuna may have been able to take out uh, Dugan, but it was not able to stop the trans fat. Right. <laughs> uh all right, guys. So I guess on. Uh, um, wait, oh, hold on. Oh, yeah. For, uh, fuck. I always keep forgetting the socials. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, anyway, hit us up on uh, uh, the Nerd Offensive on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Email us at uh, the Nerd Offensive Podcast at gmail.com. What? And uh, yeah, I forgot that's about the really Gmail. All we have. All right, yeah. So then on that oh. note, guys, until next time, keep it nerdy. <laughs>